0: And welcome to the Wood Podcast live from Cedar Week. I'm your host Vicki Keogh and I'm joined today by our Chief Executive Ken. Thank you so much for taking the time.
1: Vicky. I am delighted to be here. Uh,
0: so it's Wood's first uh, introduction to Cedar Week as an industry partner. Um, what's been your reflections over the past week?
1: Seven and a half thousand people, um, a huge amount of excitement, a huge amount of positivity. Um, A conversation that started about an orderly transition in the energy space Mm -hmm. and as we went through the conference it became less about an orderly transition, which sounded a little bit like business as usual, and became more about an extraordinary transition and how this needs to go at pace, Mm -hmm. this needs to happen now, it needs to be fast, it needs to be furious, and it's just going to unlock so much more opportunity for us in Wood. I think what was great about it was, when you looked at all of the various different end markets, you looked at where people are going to invest, yep. you looked at the solutions that are out there, you cross-referenced that with the strategy that we unveiled last year, and we are in all the right markets, in all the right sectors, with all the right expertise to absolutely be able to shine. So. Just an, a real, real positive reinforcement of the direction that we're going on, and it was it was it was actually really really impressive.
0: Yeah, I can I can sense the confidence, and some of the things that I've been hearing, I do really feel like it puts Wood in a position to leverage the strategy that it launched last year. It sounds to me, as you said, you know, fast and furious. We need to get out of cruise control, um, we need to scale. So you know. What's next after this conference? We, obviously, you've got huge confidence in our strategy, but what comes next? How do we get that action going?
1: Yeah, so I think if you look through kind of the history and maybe put this with the lens of energy transition. Um, so, w- what is really apparent now is that we have got energy security mm-hmm. and we're going to continue to invest in energy security and we have got energy transition. So, now you have policy starting to come behind energy transition so think of the ira here in the us which is going to accelerate investment into various different bits and pieces so i think the policy piece is there which has got the subsidy piece which is getting the capital piece which is getting people excited about that i think the next piece then becomes around being able to come up with the solutions and take the technical solutions that are out there adapt and make sure that we can get them to scale mm-hmm. at a pace that's gonna be able to get us that accelerated momentum on the journey to net zero. So I think, I think that's the piece that, that, that you come away from it. You kind of go, this journey to net zero that we're on, mm-hmm. um, the technology that's gonna help us get there, a lot of it exists today but we need to make sure that we can get it to scale. We need to make sure that we need to optimize it. We need to make sure that we get better at doing it, that we can actually drive the cost of implementation continuously down as we're driving it to scale. But then at the same time, that journey to net zero is also gonna require technologies that don't exist today. So we're going to need to continue to innovate. So I think in a wood perspective, it means that curiosity that we have, that ability to be the system integrator, that ability to think broad, Mm -hmm. to stay close to what's out there, understand how you take those solutions and get them into pragmatic, scalable, pragmatic solutions that are actually going to change. Um, The dynamic of what's happening to net zero, that's going to continue to be really important for us. I think what you're going to see, it's going to be a little bit like our strategy. Um, Our strategy is going to be built on kind of proof points, creating momentum, continuing to do it one step at a time and continue to be relentless and consistent. And I think the parallel in the biggest industries that we serve in the energy space is going to be similar to that. It's going to be about relentless. It's going to be about being curious. It's about continuing to push the boundaries and being brave. Um, And I think that's the really interesting piece for us. The other thing as almost as an aside to that, that, that is kind of coming away from this is when you talk about energy, a lot of conversations
0: about materials. I was going to ask you about that because there seemed to be a major focus with this day of week on mining, which was, you know, way more than last year. So, you know, what does that tell you?
1: I think what it tells you is that the conversation is becoming a little bit mature. I think it's becoming a little bit more clear and it's becoming a little bit more pragmatic. So there's an understanding that this journey to net zero is going to require these minerals. And to take these minerals and to get these minerals is going to require investment, right? So I think there's an an underlying piece that kind of also parlays into where we are. Like the, the number of times people have asked us about Minerals yeah. as opposed to what was actually happening energy transition and energy security was was as you said I was I was quite surprised with that but it just under underpins again We're in the right place in the right markets at the right time
0: Hundred percent.
1: The bit that crosses all of it though, and this was the thing I think you've probably noticed it was the other two cross-cutting pieces that we have Because all of the conversation started and ended with decarbonization and carbon intensity and then all of our of our peers A lot of our competitors, a lot of our clients are talking about that roadmap going through digitization and how do we become better at digitization and how does digitization become real and pragmatic and what does that mean and how is that going to help us on that journey to net zero? So you kind of came away. I mean, the hairs were standing up on the back of my arm. It was... was, What I loved when I was on stage, so, um, and we were going through the various different technologies and who's gonna win on the journey to net zero. And the the answer was, we don't know, right? There's gonna be a whole variety of stuff. But it was um, Hege from Equinor when she was on stage and she was going through all the challenges. And she said, you know, the biggest single gap that we have now is we need companies that are going to be the system integrators that are gonna be able to plot that path um, to where it is. And that was where I was like, oh, And she was looking at me and she was looking at us from wood and you were, okay, our our clients understand the value of what it is that we need to do. And they understand that we're also going to need to play a bigger part to help them in their journey. So it's fantastic.
0: Yeah, it's incredible because I guess, you know, it's, We're uh, part of an industry that develops quite a lot of buzzwords and sometimes you have to kind of cut through that and and, address what that actually means. So, you know, decarb, digital systems integrator, Mm -hmm. you know, what is the true value that Wood brings?
1: The, The true value that Wood brings is that our people can navigate the complexity of what is probably the biggest challenge that the world has faced, which is that journey to net zero and can navigate through that complexity to get to solutions mm-hmm. that are going to make the difference. That's what we do. That's what our people do. That's that curiosity. That's that brilliance. That's their ability to, order, to do that. And I think um, we just need to continue on that path. Um, we're there. We're recognized. We're known. Just keep doing more of it
0: and just touching on being known as well as attending sessions and obviously being part of one um, you met with quite a number of uh, media this week so I'm just curious to understand what were the questions they were asking you what were they really interested in you know wh- what made wood stand out to them
1: I think that the commonality on the questions around around wood was honestly getting to know wood it was honestly them getting to understand what it is that we do um, I think there's probably a piece, particularly from a media standpoint, is that a lot of them aren't close enough to the industry to really understand the complexity of what it is that we do. So a lot of this about those clients was getting them to understand the part that we play. Yeah. And the more they understood the part that we play and then cross-check that back to the clients, then it became, oh, oh. I mean, the one journalist was like, you've got 3,000 people here in Houston uh, you've got 35,000 people across the world you're working in where, and how do you yeah. do this and so I think it was that sense of them from a from a journalistic standpoint putting those pieces together I think that was really important um, a lot of conversation you know from a from a journalistic standpoint they're trying to get behind what they hear on stage they're trying to see what's the cut real the cut through the noise cut through the 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 let's just say, the prepared remarks that you may hear in some places and, uh, and, and, and areas. And what's the real story behind that? And well, it's, it's not just the proofs, it's what's the what are the concerns? What aren't people telling us? Yeah. What are we worried about? What are the risks associated with that? So they're trying to, to get to that and they're looking for people to be able to be credible, be honest and be transparent in that in order to help the narrative. And I think when you, when you that's probably some of the beauty of these conferences as well. It's not the media engagement. Media engagement. It's almost less about the on-stage stuff. It's the sidebar conversations that you have. You have with your peers. Like I've met a whole series of CEOs this week, um, and you start talking about well, what what are you worried about, and what are they worried about, and 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 I think when you look at our competitors, and I, I start to, when we're talking to our competitors, they're worried about being able to actually have the the people Mm -hmm. to be able to go after this huge massive challenge where are we going to get the people from where are we going to get the skills from how do we stay focused and selective in terms of what we're doing right to make sure that we're doing uh, as much as we can and you kind of that's the actual starting point for our strategy as well. is yeah. get back to what we're good at, what are we differentiate, and be selected Focus. and be focused. Where are we going to deploy our
0: talent? Where does it really matter? Where is it going to pay off?
1: Where is it going to pay off? Where is it going to provide the best benefit to the world on the journey to net zero? And where it's going to provide the best benefit to the world on the journey to net zero is where it's most complex because that's where we shine. Um, so it's those kind of conversations are really interesting in the sidebar pieces. So that's on the, on the, on the kind of our kind of peer group um, and our competitors, um, from a client standpoint, they're a little bit worried about their return on investment. How quickly are they going to get the return on the investment? And are we sure that we're going to really select the best technologies, the ones that are going to be the most predictable, the most reliable, that have the best efficiency on this journey to net zero, um, as well as that in reducing carbon intensity. So I think that's the parallel piece that's really interesting Mm -hmm. about it. So I think it's good. So, so let me, can I ask you a question? Sure. All right, so <laughs> what was your biggest takeaway <clears throat> from the week? Well, let me ask you it a different way. Okay. What was your expectation coming in? And then what was, what was different or what was, what was new, what was exciting, what was your takeaways?
0: So I think, you know, you hear about Ciro Week and you do have like this, you know, impression. It's the most important event, um, you know, in the industry's calendar. You have all the movers and shakers of policy, of company, um, you know, of startups. Um, and so, you know, you kind of come in and you're, you, you've, you've got that impression that you're going to be really impressed. And you know what? I really was. So it did live up to that expectation. I guess, you know. Um, what I have enjoyed seeing is just the diversity of people attending this. So, I think in order to really get anywhere, to accelerate, to take action, you know, we have to have that diversity of, you know, um, looking at the, the operator, looking at to the startup. You know, where's that new technology going to come? Who are we going to partner with? Where's that diverse thought coming from that will push us to the next frontier of energy and what that looks like and beyond net zero? So. I guess, you know, for me, I was looking to be impressed, and I was. Um, So I guess that's my biggest takeaway, is that, you know, there's people here that, as you say, they're concerned, but they want to do something about it. So I think now it's about, okay, what do we do next? How do we take what's happened here and push that forward?
1: And are you coming away with a sense of excitement?
0: I am. Do you know what, I came, I had even more excitement when I started to, Correlate everything that I was seeing and hearing in the room with our strategy, and seeing how positioned we are, um, particularly around um, you know the mining piece. Um, you know, and just because that's just going to be such a pivotal part of achieving the energy transition. Um, and to be honest, we've kind of lagged in our focus on that area in particular. Um, and then it's been great kind of learning more about um, hydrogen and um, carbon capture and how we're going to, you know, maybe not only build new infrastructure, but link it in a more holistic view. So, you know, thinking about that master plan for energy systems. So yeah, no, it's been very interesting. and. Uh, Yeah, I'm I'm excited about what's to come. I think we've just got a lot to get after and that's not a bad thing.
1: Our extraordinary transition, I love it.
0: Yeah. Well, thank you so much. And um, I hope you have enjoyed this session. And if you have any questions, please pop them in the box below for Ken.